KJCC. The only wrestling show in the South Bay. I bring you rants on the broad spectrum of professional wrestling from a hardcore fan's perspective. What's going on, everybody? Brian Maverick Bertrand here. You're listening to Running the Ropes with Brian Maverick Bertrand on KJCC. it ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of running the ropes right here on kjcc real campus radio online live at live365.com keyword kjcc my name is brian maverick bertrand coming in not as hot as before i'm still a little hot i've noticed i'm gonna fix that right now while i'm doing the show uh i'm coming to you live from the campus of san jose city college but also I'm also live, I believe, if I'm hearing, if I'm correct, on the SNS Radio Network right now. Big shout out to them. Big shout out to the SNS family for contributing. Once again, I sound so far away from the microphone. I I, I don't know why. Uh, it's because it's so hot. It, the the microphone gets so sensitive when I'm close. So I'm gonna try not to do that. So we'll keep it going. Anyway. Uh, just want to let you guys know uh, before we start uh, this Saturday, at, actually this Friday at six. Let me check here real quick. Uh, six. Uh, what is it here? Six thirty p.m. At six thirty p.m. this Friday, your Lady Jags are going to be taking on Chabot College and the Chabot the Chabot Gladiators uh, coming to town. Uh, it's going to be, th- again, this Friday, 6.30, KJCC will bring you the action. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, also, uh, at 3 p.m. the next day on Saturday, the, what is it here, 28th, uh, we will be bringing you KJC, uh, San Jose City College football. Uh, Jags are looking for that win. So let's go Jags. Hopefully, we'll, why am I well weird? Anyway. Uh, let's go Jags. We'll keep it going. I can't wait for that. So stay tuned. Anyway, uh, I just got confirmation from Brass Eye that I'm on the air. So thank you for that. Um, it's it, It's been one of those kinds of weekends that I've had that it could have gone better. I'll just say that. Something that could have gone better just didn't. But... I think now, now that I got whatever was in the way sorted out, I've, I feel better about it. I feel, I feel great. I don't know why, but it 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 just, it just feels right right now. I think that's about the best way I could describe it. So, uh, just one of those one one of those good days. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead. Let's start off with the news of the week brought to you by Headlocks at Headlines.com, the official news source of the ra- of running the ropes. <laughs> I almost said the wrong thing there. Uh, first off, start, starting off, uh, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, there's no word yet when Kurt Angle will re- be returning to TNA television, but it should be soon since he's prob- probably going to be wrestling at Bound for Glory and will be introduced into the TNA Hall of Fame. So there you go. So that might be a possible uh, uh, thing down the line. I hope he comes back for Bound for Glory. 
I don't know I don't know how it started, but for me personally, when it comes to uh when it comes to TNA wrestling now, the only guy that I think can save it, which I really think they should be giving this guy a writing job. Have him write some stories because he's got the technical ability down. If he could get the ability, have him do some matches. Have him help uh book matches and things like that. I think it would be really good. Um, so there you go. I, I, I just feel that it's not, and I think Kurt Angle's best show since leaving WWE for TNA has been bound for glory. I mean, it's been so, it's been perfect. It's been very, very good for him. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Mickey James and Ken Anderson, speaking of TNA, uh, have been removed from the TNA website. Uh, on ImpactWrestling.com, the profiles of both Mickey James and Ken Anderson have been removed, and this is usually a sign that the talent has left the company, uh, much unlike WWE, where it takes them a while, sometimes. So, of course, uh, Mickey James, uh, her last ma- her last official match on TNA television was uh, the loss of the t- knockouts title to ODB, and with Ken Anderson, of course, last uh, uh, two weeks ago, he was systematically destroyed by Bully Ray. That was a the hell of a beating he took. So, uh, so unfortunately, they're gone. I hope to see them somewhere soon, uh, maybe in the Bay Area. Hey, you never know. Uh, also, okay, so let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, according to PW Insider, Eugene Dinsmore. Uh, sorry. Uh, Dick Eugene Dinsmore has been hired as a trainer by the WWE and is expected to report to the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida very shortly. Uh, Dinsmore was slated to report a few weeks back, but the word making the rounds today would be that he would start within the next two weeks. So we'll see him very soon. I can't wait to see what he produces. I mean, as far as that goes, I think he'd be great to to get on there. Um, I mean, it just, as as far as getting that together, I think he's the perfect trainer for that. I heard a lot of good things about his training regimen. So it, so it works like that. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, according to wrestling observer newsletter, there has been a lot of talk about Renee, about how good Renee young is in her role with the company especially after the Total Divas reunion show. Um, my thoughts on that? Yeah, she's done a great job, but I watched the... Uh, if you guys listened last week, I listened to the... I, I watched the Top 25 Rivalries in Wrestling, and uh, the the whole chemistry set knowledge kind of thing, I could have done without. Um, not sure if she's good for... I don't think she's good for the home video stuff. But as far as the main uh, show goes, I don't have a problem with it. So, they. So I mean, I just don't think there's really much to be said on that, really. Um, fans are getting a Night of Champions refund following Raw. Uh, that's the headline that that's read now. According to PW Insider, a fan called Cox Cable and asked for a refund due to the finish of the Night of Champions pay-per-view being overturned. This is smart. 
<laughs> he said that Cox eventually gave it to him, and the representative told him that other people had asked for a refund for the same reason. Cox is the cable is uh, the cable company for Chris Kelly. What? Uh, for Kelly, I guess. Wow. Uh, or I guess he just got this in an email uh, from a fan. The, this is smart. I'm surprised Cox Cable's only doing this. I'm surprised no one called about it for Comcast and all that. Uh, when I, when I think about this, I wow. Um, when you think so, when, when you think, um, invalidating the finish on Raw the next night kind of screwed things up for them. I can understand that. I and and I hope people uh, see that. I, I hope WWE realizes. Oh. Whoops, we shouldn't have overturned a finish to a championship match. <laughs> uh so I mean, it, I mean, come on. It, did you not realize people were going to think about that for a second and say, "Wait a minute here. I paid 50, 60 some odd dollars and only to get the one of the biggest matches of the year overturned?" Because of a, because you decided to put in a worked fast count. Necessary. Was it necessary to change it? They could have vacated. I mean, they they could have just vacated the title and not. Well, I mean, I kind of they kind of did that, vacated the title. But invalidating it, I think, was a, a dumb decision by WWE. The fast count bit was not necessary and i just i'm not su- i'm not surprised i'm really not surprised and wwe has no one else to blame but themselves so uh let's see i think we have time for a couple more here uh i want to of course this was back uh not this past raw but the raw before that is like the the day after so um the day after night of champions uh, according to F4WOnline.com, there's been backstage talk that uh, on have of in the WWE of having Sheamus return as a heel once he's back from injury. As far as his return is concerned, the tentative time frame looks to be around the time of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, which I think would be great. Have him be, be a heel again. He was a great heel. I love this heel persona. Way more than... It- Way more than his goofy, goofy face persona. Let me know your let me know your thoughts on that. Running the ropes at yahoo.com. Again, running the ropes, all one word at yahoo.com. I want to know your thoughts on that. I want to get your full attentive thoughts on Seamus returning his heel. Do you like it? Do you hate it? What do you think about his face turn face turn in the first place? I ne- I didn't like it, so let's see. Uh the roster for WWE 2K14 has been released, uh, but there's also a reason, uh, according to PW Insider, Roddy Piper wasn't included in this game because they reached out to Mr. T about licensing licensing him for the game. Of course, for WrestleMania 1, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Paul Orndorff and Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, but, of course, the heat between the two... Uh, but uh, basically, well, actually, the heat that Mr. T think Mr. T has for Piper, uh, he just couldn't come to terms. 
Uh, so they caused the WrestleMania 1 main event to be as eliminated from the game. And that's unfortunate because that was what started it all. And my thoughts on that, I pity the fool that doesn't take easy money. That's easy, easy money. And I can't believe Mr. T did not take this one. Just the fact that it was a WrestleMania 1 event. And without that main event, there might not have been another WrestleMania. So... I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. But it, it just makes no sense. So anyway, you want to you want to uh, call in. I, I'll let you guys call in 408-293-0870. Once again, 408-293-0870. Call in. I want to get your thoughts on this. So let me know. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Ring announcer Sean Beckerman here. Want to go back in time and relive the greatest and worst in the world of sports entertainment? From all-time favorite matches to the worst gimmicks in pro wrestling, we cover it all. So join us each and every week on the SNS Radio Network as we go beyond the bell. Gentlemen, SNS Unplugged has returned to the airwaves. You can check out the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, and of course, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson, every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as they discuss the happenings from Monday Night Raw, NXT. The latest news of the week, sponsored by our good friends over at Wrestling-Online.com. And then things get a little interesting as the topics could change from week to week, including topics such as the supernatural, conspiracy theories. Basically, whatever the hell these guys want to talk about, they're going to cover it every Tuesday night right here on the SNS Radio Network. SNS Unplugged is back, baby. Uncensored. Unbelievable. Unplugged. I'm D-Money. Make your way over to Cesar Chavez Library on campus. You'll find all kinds of help for your course of study. There are online research guides, internet tools, citation help, and as well as thousands of books, CDs, and DVDs. Hours are 8.30 to 7, Monday through Thursday, and Fridays, 8.30 till 2 p.m. The library is closed on weekends. And if you are an enrolled student on campus, do take advantage of the Student Health Center. It's located on the first floor of Student Center, right next door to our campus radio station. The Health Center is open on Monday through Thursday, Hours vary. Remember, if you are five minutes late for an appointment, you will have to reschedule. KJCC, Real Campus Radio. What's up all you stars and studs? I am former WWE diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. 
Awesome. Thank you for that, Maria, by the way. Still, one of my favorite, favorite divas of... Oh, I'm a little too hot there. Favorite divas of all time. I, 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 I can't believe how great she was. Just one of the one of my favorite guests to talk to, and we talked to her twice on the show. Uh, and I I just want to say uh, I want to apologize <laughs> to Maria so sincerely because there was a uh, a column that Mark Madden, former WCW color commentator, one of the you know the guy that smoochy smoochy, and the guy uh, the guy that just loved. To call this uh, abomination of a Viagra on a pole match, let that sink in. In WCW, in the in their in their near their final days, had a straight up Viagra on a pole match. Think about that for a minute. I mean, there's and and he I guess uh, anyway he puts on something there and he says that um, there's no. No, basically that there's no commitment to the characters, the gimmicks, and all that. Uh, but uh, because the, because the, he says WWE is making bad decisions and things like that, which I do not agree with. And uh, I mean, I I mean, yeah, I could see where he's coming from on that. But when you think about it, uh, I look back to what uh, Jeff Jackson said of Jeff Jackson of Unplugged said. On the SNS Facebook page, basically saying that, um, <laughs> I just said, Vess, I just put in my chat, wait, I thought Viagra gave you a poll. I'm confused now. Hold on. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but let me go ahead. Let's take our first call. Hello, caller. Who's this? Hello? Oh, all right. That's fine. Absolutely fine. Uh, anyway. Well, I almost lost track of what I was talking about. Anyway, uh, Jeff Jackson said on the fa- SNS Facebook page basically that uh, they uh, basically saying that fans grew up, fans matured. You know, life came at them. Now they don't want to see the Attitude Era anymore because that's the way they want to see it. They want to see you know people be more precautious of themselves and I wouldn't and and I I, I agree with what he said about the, the, the kid the child factor. Uh the I mean, I don't want my kids to watch the Attitude Era until they're ready to see it. I mean and until they're old enough to say, oh, okay, well we'll do that well, that'll work then. Uh but I just don't think that uh I don't think WWE's making the worst decisions. They're not all bad. There's some good ones. I mean, hell, uh, CM Punk would have made a great Attitude Era wrestler. Uh, Daniel Bryan would have made a great Attitude Era wrestler. There's a lot of Attitude Era guys, or a lot of guys now in WWE, that would have done great during the late 90s, early 2000s, if they were old enough. Unfortunately, they could not make that window because of their age. That's fine. But... I I'll tell you, but I mean, I can I can I watch guys like Kurt Angle, and I watch guys like CM Punk, and I sit there and think, man, those guys would be great in the ring together. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, we have a lot more stuff 
to talk about where am I at here on time. Uh, let's go ahead, while we have all this time, let's go ahead and start off with WWE Raw from last week. If it, oh, But, of course, I have to have that on unmute. Oh. <laughs> all right, well, that's not going to work for me. I mean, <laughs> you think you have everything right, but then people just mess things around. Let me start this. Let me start this over now. Here we go. Tonight is the night. Bright lights, high crowd. Yeah, we the go down. Everybody get loud. Tonight is the night. Lights flashing when we step in the place, and you can feel the raw excitement from the look on their faces. The truth is, you can find us wherever you are. Just look up. We're flying high with the stars. Cause tonight is the night. WWE Raw coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. You got a Chicago, Illinois, uh, with Jerry Lawler, JBL, and Michael Cole, your commentators. Uh, first off, before the show started, uh, w, uh, w, Vince McMahon had a voiceover track before the show, before the intro, rather, uh, giving like a tribute to the late great Angelo Savaldi of Worldwide Wrestling Federation fame uh just one of the one of the great wrestlers that died this past week uh at the age of uh at the age of 99 the guy lived a long time saying quote uh Vince McMahon saying quote they don't make them like they used to which is an honest fair trade uh, anyway, Rock comes on the air uh, highlighting the locker room brawl that saved Daniel Bryan from destruction at the end of last week's Raw with uh, Daniel Bryan at the end hoisted up by Titus O'Neil on his shoulders. Um, after that, comes on uh, Raw comes on the air uh, live to the owner, to both uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H coming out introduced as the owner and COO, respectively. Um bit of a red carpet covering the canvas all the wrestlers that were involved last week uh in the main event ending that had daniel bryan on the shoulders came out uh to came out to the stage area and told them all that you know what thanks to you guys you know th- thanks for everyone there for uh standing up to authority for standing up for what you thought was right and it might not have been just for daniel bryan but you get the gist of it. Uh, anyway, Art, Rob Van Dam was the first to speak, and he counters with Triple H, saying that they were fighting for Daniel Bryan, and he was screwed over, and Triple H would have done the same to any of them, which made sense. And I, I think that, uh, I and, and for me, I'm kind of glad that Rob Van Dam was the first to say it. I mean, he wasn't afraid. Uh, he didn't look afraid. He looked normal, and I'm glad it was more. It was more for him saying "cool" and "dude" all the time. So that's cool. Um. Anyway, uh, sorry, I got distracted a little bit. Anyway, uh, Triple H went ahead and threw down, uh, threw down the authority. Putting them in, a, including Daniel Bryan, in eleven on three main event later on. So stay tuned for that. We're gonna get into that soon. Uh, anyway, the first match uh, right out the gate uh, via submission. Alberto Del Rio defeats Kofi Kingston. This match was pretty good. 
Um, especially with Kofi Kingston having to come out later. I mean, Del Rio worked on that arm all match long. I mean, he targeted that left arm really good. So there you go. Um, anyway, after that, the Wyatt family members, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, defeat the primetime players. Great. Uh, th- this was dominance on the Wyatt family compl- wholeheartedly. Uh uh, which one? I think it was Luke Harper that had the sheet mask on the whole mat, most of the match, and it turned out really good for. It works really good for their gimmick, and I thought it was great to watch. Uh, after that, Miz TV starts, and Miz TV brings Miz. Sorry, Miz TV. Miz brings out the Big Show, and basically gives him a pep talk. Um, just it just does. I mean, it makes it works out for him a lot better. Uh, to be a pep talk by the Miz, so there you go. Um, and at the end, sorry, at the end of that, uh, Stephanie McMahon stretched her way to the ring, shaking her head. Say, um, but she says that she'll allow most of what Miz said to slide because she knows that he likes to stir the pot. That's his thing. Uh, he then, then Stephanie puts the. Uh, spotlight on Miz pointing out that Orton slaughtered him last week also mocked him for being a utility player uh, whenever there's a low exposure rate that's how they I mean they, they just look to him for to come back so uh, after that uh, big she or Stephanie orders Big Show to knock him out to, to knock Miz out but uh, Stephanie commands Big Show to knock him out Miz gets confused how do you get confused over knock him out? How how is that? How does that work? I don't understand. Um, he spun directly into he, he's confused until he spun directly into a giant fist, knocking him out cold in the middle of the ring, and that's it. Um, after that, of course, uh, during the night they were doing a, a bit of a poll for Randy Orton's opponent, to which Rob Van Dam won the match. Uh, Normal one-sided match, putting over the champion. Um, Rob Van Dam, though, wins via disqualification, but the attack was just immense. Um, Orton didn't care about the attack, or didn't care about getting disqualified, so there you go. Um, After that, Fandango defeats Santino Morella, and that's about it. I mean, it was a quick match. Um... (laughs) Uh, CM Punk's music then hits, and he comes out to cut a big promo. It's a homecoming thing for him, and he's wearing. He comes out wearing a Punk's uh, Blackhawks jersey, and says, "Quote: You guys sure know how to kill a bad mood." I love that. That was a great opening line, great opening hometown line. I thought it was great. I'm. I, I was pretty happy with that. Um, but he goes on to say, you know what, Chicago do- Chicago doesn't back down, Chicago doesn't stop, Chicago doesn't do this, blah, 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 blah. And Paul Heyman comes out singing Frank Sinatra, start spreading the news, just coming, <laughs> I'm just happy, I'm the best in the world, all that. But Punk, Punk, uh, says, KJCCFM, oh. HD1. Well, that did not go over very well. <laughs> I did not. I really did not see that happen. Um, but just 
Punk, man, that threw me off. Uh, but Punk vowed to have him come back and really start it up. It's really stir it up. So, um, I thought the promo was great. The pro the promo was flawless as usual. You can't expect too much from him. So, there you go. Um, where was I here? Ay, ay. I lost all track because that playlist went on and it shouldn't have. Anyway, um, after the after that, uh, well, uh, sorry. Let me let me continue with this. At the after the promos and all that, Heyman wanted to try and leave in his little rascal, but the rascal would not respond. So, it didn't work out for him. Didn't work out too good for him. So, that's all right. Anyway. Uh, after, hold on one second, let me run that now. Um, anyway, after that, uh, Natalia, the Bella Twins, and the Funkadactyls win over Alicia Fox, Oksana, Layla, Tamina, and AJ Lee. Um, I'm surprised that Ariane or Cameron, as her new gimmick goes, was on there myself. So, but that's all right. It happens. Um, so anyway, we got a whole lot more. So stay tuned. So stay tuned. Uh, we got more raw, more great, great action coming up very soon. Uh, again, running the ropes at yahoo.com 408-293-0870. Just, you know, let me know what your thoughts were on raw. Let me know what your thoughts are. With Seamus coming back and all that. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Oh, man. Hello, guys. My name is Dan Van Dam from the DailyGamePad.com. We have gaming news, reviews, and podcasts and more. While we say we welcome you aboard to check out our website, we have news feeds from all across the internet, we have reviews, that is from ample, if not considerate, reviewers, as well as we have podcasts coming in the works. So, stay tuned, strap down, strap on, and, well, get ready for your heavyweight championship of the world, because you are a champion, my friend, when you look at thedailygamepad.com. Thedailygamepad.com, your one-stop shop. All video game related news. www.thedailygamepad.com Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. Just a reminder for you to listen to Sunday Night Showdown every pay-per-view Sunday as I'll be joined by my broadcast partner, the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, Harmony Boom Boom Jackson, and Mark the Shark DiCarlo as we provide the best pay-per-view coverage of the WWE. And it starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Every pay-per-view Sunday, Sunday Night Showdown, your home for WWE pay-per-view coverage. 
This is Carrie Silkin from Ring of Honor, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network, KJCC 104.1 FM, Real Campus Radio, and on the SNS Radio Network. Brian Maverick Bertrand with you once again. We're talking about Raw. Playlist started popping up all around me, and I should have let Alan in, my intern, my permanent intern. I totally should have let him in about that. So that's unfortunate. Um... (laughs) One of the new guys thought that uh, Alan had had a key card for the station. <laughs> but that's all right. That happens. I want to thank everyone outside. Oh, I'm coming a little hot. I want to thank everyone outside on the uh, in the quad area listening in. I want to thank everyone in the cafeteria listening in. All over the place, wherever you could hear us. On campus, online, it doesn't matter. Thank you for st- for sticking with it. Anyway... We got more stuff on here. Uh, Daniel Bryan's music and come uh, plays, and everyone's uh, on their feet, giving huge pops for this guy. I mean, Daniel Bryan is over it's just a whole yes, yes kind of bit. Awesome for that. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad that he's getting the response he deserves. So, uh, how am I on levels? Ooh, I'm still coming in a little hot, but I think we're good. <laughs> And Alan comes in to flip me off. <laughs> uh, anyway, main event time. Oh, man, I'm still coming in hot. Jeez. Main event time, uh, of course, the Shield versus, let me, let me, no, again, 11 on one, 11 on three. So this is the Shield with Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns taking on the Usos, the primetime players. So four people right there. Rob Van Dam, Justin Gabriel. Why is Justin Gabriel there? Talk about why talk about out of place. Zack Ryder, Kofi Kingston, R Truth, Dolph Ziggler, and finally Daniel Bryan. Um the again, why if anyone was a fish out of water at that point, it had to be Justin Gabriel. We, we don't normally see him in a, in a main event, so good on good for him for doing that. Um, but this was, I mean, the Shield was a big challenge for the, the was too much of a challenge for the, for the eleven on three, as the 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 out the team that outnumbered them were the were the winners in this one. And that was surprising for a lot of people. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Rob, so it just started out. RVD was eliminated first, followed by Kofi Kingston, then Titus O'Neil, Justin Gabriel, Zack Ryder, and then finally, after all that, Roman Reigns finally gets eliminated. Um, as well as there, and then after that, Darren Young, Dean Ambrose, R Truth, Seth Rollins, and then finally Seth Rollins at the end, and it's all over. So, definitely. Definitely, you know what? I thought it was a great main event. I thought, as far as main events go, it was one of the better ones. So, anyway, we got a caller. Caller, who's this? Hello, caller? All right. Another. <laughs> it it kind of sucks not to have a call screener. You know, I, I would like a call screener. Uh, 
So anyway, oh, <laughs> but I, I I thought Raw was actually one of the, one of the better ones and and just a really good turnout mm. for everyone involved. Anyway, oh. caller, who's this? Hello, caller. No. Hello. 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 Who's this? <laughs> All right. I, and again, wow! I should just not take any calls. Um, weird. Uh, anyway, that was Raw from Chicago, Illinois, the home, the the birth home, birthplace of CM Punk, Colt Cabana, and all those great people. Uh, so, again, let me know your thoughts. Four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. If you caught Raw, if you're a non wrestling fan and you you happen to catch Raw. At the end, you know, at a certain point, had thoughts on that. Call me up too, and I'll, I'll give you my insight. Uh, again, four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero, or you can email me at runningtheropes at yahoo dot com. Um, get you know, I would love to hear every anyone's thoughts on that. Really, it's great. Um, so there you go. Anyway, just just this whole thing with Daniel Bryan and uh, Randy Orton. I think it's great. I mean, it's it's become another a McMahon Helmsley regime, and to me, that's not a bad thing. That really is not a bad thing. Um, the whole corporate, the whole the whole new guy standing up to corporate for all that stuff and, and for for the the tyranny and all that. I mean, we've seen it before. It's nothing new. It, it, you see that in every. Hell, you even see it in every independent com- company. You know, uh, one of our one of our big one of our big you know spot. I want I want to I want to call him a sponsor, but he's they're they're not exactly a sponsor. Uh, but FWE, um, great great friends with this guy with the guys over there. Um, just you don't. I mean, these guys. A lot of these guys are from WWE, but they still have these corporate versus the the blue collar guy uh mentality but every everyone's going to have that because it makes sense and it's very relatable and it's what gets people over um as far as you know as far as the the popularity goes and it brings in ratings um i think as far as ratings go we haven't seen this kind of thing in, for a while so uh but i just think that with all that stuff going on it, it's insane but um but I look at it now, and you know, let's go ahead. Let's talk about TNA. On the other hand, TNA's trying to do that, and TNA just started doing that with Dixie Carter talking. You know, suddenly turning heel, turning to a bad bad guy. I I don't understand the point in that. I don't understand the whole uh, wanting to copy T- WWE or wanting to copy TNA. Brassai, if you want to throw in some thoughts, I'll read your thoughts on there, no problem. Um, but just the fact that we have all these, uh, oh, we have the, the them trying to do the same thing at the same time, but doing a horrible job at it because now you're seeing it as, you know, you see it as a blatant copy because it's the same exact storyline. It just started later, but. I mean, it, it just—it's it, not relatable at that point. Now it's just become goofy. It's become a total joke. 
And and TNA does not need that right now. TNA needs to come back and do something on their own. That's why a lot of people are are watching. That's why a lot of people are turning to mixed martial arts. Or if they still want wrestling, they watch Ring of Honor. You know, this is this is the thing that TNA needs. They need to have that kind of following to say, you know what? I want I want to watch TNA, but they haven't ever been able to achieve that. It's weird. But they want it they're they're working really hard to be the alternative, and yet the alternative is looking horrible. And what else do you have? If you're not going to watch TNA, what else do you have? WWE. That's the only and, and the only way to break that curse, to be quite honest, is for Ring of Honor to expand on Sinclair Broadcasting. Expand so that they reach everyone. So that they reach. Because Sinclair's great and all, they're not reaching everyone. I don't get anything from Sinclair Broadcasting. I get Comcast. I get, you know, uh, local stuff. That's it. And, and it, it, it's really bad. So, just something to look forward to on that. Um, but TNA doesn't need doesn't need to be copying WWE. And they, they're they supposed to know that. And I bet, and I said this about the venues. You know, I, I said this on Twitter about the venues. You got, I mean, TNA's not playing the right venues because they're not going, they're not hitting all of them. For no, for absolutely no inherent reason. So what's the point of even taking the show on the road? Which, of course, they're going to be taking it off the road because it's too expensive. Because they don't know where to go. Even though Dixie Carter, you know, direct messaged me saying that they're hitting the right venues. But there's no such thing as a right venue. There's venues. WWE does not have exclusive rights to San Jose, California. Just saying. And I, and I think I'm not the only one that says that. And I think the guy in the John Cena shirt outside the tech cafe agrees with me. You know, I mean, you can't have a show at the San Jose Event Center. You can't have a show at, you know, certain places all of a sudden. I don't see the point. I mean, look at what you could have done for the meet and greet and all that. It just would have made more sense to keep, to keep it in San Jose. Or not to keep it in San Jose, but to bring it in. They've only been out here once. But WWE's had, what, three, four shows in the Bay Area? In Oakland, Stockton, San Jose, Fresno, Oakland. I think I said Oakland. But you know what I mean. Is it? Uh, but then again, I'm I'm just being emming. That's it. Being, being an emming, that's how I call it. it. It just makes absolutely no sense to... For TNA, but I mean, this is a thing that we, we we I'm not I'm not hating on I mean I'm hating on TNA I'm trolling TNA, their in ring product if you if you cut back on the AJ Styles, the uh, the rest of the show's great, the rest of the show has been improving, and really look and I've I've looked at it I've watched it and thought this isn't too bad. I mean, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Certainly not the worst. So, it's just one thing that I just don't under don't understand for the circumstance. But we're gonna cover all that and a lot more. I mean, I'm just I don't know, man. So we got a lot more coming up. We got more talk, more stuff. I see a lot of people gathering out 
in the quad area and in the tech cafe. Big shout out to them. We'll be back right after this. SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. What up? This is JJ Guillory just reminding all the students here at SJCC that Sunday, September the 15th is the last day to add fall 2013 classes. Then Monday, September the 16th is the last day to drop classes without receiving a W and is the last day to drop and receive a refund. So if you want your money back, you better hurry up and get on these deadlines. They come early this semester, so don't forget about them. Also, San Jose City College is offering free Microsoft Office 365 to all enrolled students. This provides students with email, web, and collaboration tools. I even use it myself. The program allows you to create reports, presentations, and collaborate in real time. You can edit documents from a smartphone, PC, or Mac. Just find the link on the City College website at sjcc.edu. KJCC, Real Campus Radio. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time. This is Petey Williams, the definition of definition, and you're running the ropes with SNS Radio Network. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just looking at I'm just looking at right now uh, the I'm, I'm checking out BleacherReport.com right now, and, and they're, they're showing me, and I'm looking at uh, the stars who will deliver strong performances at Battleground uh, coming up very soon, sometime in October. Um, and I, I want to just bring you guys, just let you guys know what I what I think. Uh, one of the names on here is Ryback. Of course, Ryback joining Paul Heyman. Oh, excuse me. Joining Paul Heyman in the ring. And I forgot to mention earlier, uh, if for those that didn't catch at the after that after the uh, uh, after Paul Heyman's rascal was mysteriously uh, had a dead battery, um, it lured 
uh, Punk outside of the ring, and uh, Curtis Axel and Ryback attacked Punk uh, as he was charging up. So there. So now, now uh, anyway, Bleacher Report saying that Ryback now affiliated with Paul as a Paul Heyman guy um, might deliver a strong performance. Saying that Ryback has been tied to Heyman in a move that just may save the Ryback character in the WWE, which I can agree with. I mean, I I think that as a heel, it's great. As a heel for him, it's really good and perfect for for just everything. And and and, and Ryback is is improving now. I mean, I'm seeing it, and it it, it takes that whole bullying thing. And just throws it back, and it it work it works for him. Um, another guy that's going to be bringing back that that's that may be putting in good performances is going to be Randy Orton, and I agree. Hey, Randy Orton's a great person to put there because look at what he's doing. Look at look at what he's done in the last couple of weeks. He systematically destroyed the Miz in front of his parents, right in front of their eyes, and just destroyed the Miz. And to the point where The Miz came back on Monday and just said, this ain't over by a long shot. You want to do that in front of my family? I'll show you what I could do in front of yours, bro. So there you go. I like it. That was great. Um, and Randy Orton now is, is over as a heel so much that it looks like he's reverting back to his evil ways that he's done in... You know, when he was healed the last time. When he was... When he did... Because they wanted him... To revert back to the Randy Orton that DDT'd uh, Stephanie McMahon from the second rope. They want that that sadistic, evil, you know, no care attitude to really come to really come out there. So another person they have on here is the one that uh, that Orton destroyed last week, and that's Rob Van Dam. He's been on a roll. I mean. You want a transitional phase compare I mean I've said this probably a, a few times on the SNS Facebook if you don't I mean he looks so much more happier he's having more fun in the ring and really just busting it up just busting his butt all over the place in in the ring and really taking that ball and running with it and that's what I think Rob Van Dam is doing. So I'm 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 happy for him. I, I hope he does great at Battleground. I think for anything it, it makes sense. But anyway, let's move on here. CM Punk. I haven't heard I, I mean it says for itself. I mean, has CM Punk ever not delivered? That guy takes everything out there. Another one uh another one that ha- that has I mean, when you think about it, is Daniel Bryan. Has he ever not delivered? Has he ever not taken a match and and ran with it? He has, and he's done a great job too. And as as far as as far as someone going for the championship, I haven't seen a, a build up like this, and I think anyone that that anyone outside the studio here would agree with me if they if they watch wrestling or not. If they ever remember watching wrestling, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin during the Attitude Era. The buildup for that was great. You want Daniel Bryan to win the championship. You want him to give Triple H a yes lock and break his elbow. 
or, or you know, or, or just put him in, in the old cattle mutilation and break his kneecap. Uh, it, it, it just works. I mean, I, I just think Daniel Bryan can make that difference. And I, I, I think as far as everyone else goes, um, it, it, it's very interesting to see how that'll go. Uh, more people that are listed on there I saw were the Shield. Of course, the Shield is the Shield is my, by far my favorite favorite faction in wrestling right now. Favorite heel faction. Um, Aces and Eights could have been good, but I mean, it's TNA. So, um, do I have anyone else here that's listed? No, I think that's it. Um, so. Uh, let me know your thoughts. What do you th- what do you guys think? 408-293-0870. Who do you think is going to put in a great performance? Again, 408-293-0870. I I just think that with everyone with all this stuff coming in uh I, as far as who who will stand out the most uh more than what they usually have done, I think can be uh Ryback, and 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 that says some that says something for me. So there you go. Um, I want to pull up another one here. Uh, matches that need to be included on the battleground card, which I know I'm gonna agree with completely here. Uh, so let's start out here. Uh, look at the current one. Only three matches announced for battleground. Uh. Uh, for Battleground, uh, vacant WWE title match, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton for the title. Uh, World Heavyweight title match, Rob Van Dam takes on the champion, Alberto Del Rio, as well as CM Punk versus Ryback. We don't see much of this. Um, and I'm su- we don't see much of a card here, and I'm surprised. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Natal- one that's not on there, Natalia versus AJ Lee. I mean, with all this buildup of Natalia, Natalia for the Total Divas and AJ Lee, the Anti Diva. I mean, do you not have a storyline right there that I mean that you could capitalize on? Is why isn't this part on there? I mean, it may be on there. These matches might be announced again. This is from BleacherReport.com, but we don't see much of this. For the U.S. title, why not Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose? With the whole thing with the Shield and the 11-on-3 versus the Shield thing last week, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, it makes sense to put them on the card. I just don't see how he's not. Uh, For the tag team titles, Goldust and Cody Rhodes takes on the Shield, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Look who killed... Look who got Cody Rhodes fired. Look who got... Who prevented Goldust from ha- from winning his brother's job back? The Shield, and this is but more than the Shield, the McMahon Helmsley regime have Cody Rhodes and Goldust take out most of that muscle. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Then you got Dean Ambrose, and then Dolph Ziggler's going to take care of that. You have a big storyline here. This is a a huge huge storyline for the Rhodes family. For Triple H and Stephanie, I mean, more than the WWE title. And I love it. I love it. What about the Wyatt family versus the Usos? 
I mean, you have the high-flying power of the Usos uh, and how gr- amazing they did in the main event and then going against the Wyatt family, the, the enigmatic cultists of the Wyatt family. Just that would be an amazing match, I think. They've done, re- they've done a great job, I think, rebuilding their tag team division to a point now where you could have major tag team matches again. Just like in the 80s when you saw Demolition go against the Powers of Pain or uh, the Head Shrinkers take on the Rockers. Things like that. Just amazing. Uh, but th- that looks like that's it. Um, there's more to it. you know. There, there's more to it. Why not put Zack Ryder in a match? Uh, especially with how they did. Um, and, I mean, all those guys. Hell, give Justin Gabriel a match. Have Justin Gabriel go against Fandango. I mean, why not? You know, let let Fandango dance to the ring for another uh, pay-per-view. It's fine. Um, but my favorite match out of all these ones that could be on there definitely would have to be, would definitely have to be Rhodes versus, uh, sorry, Rhodes. Ugh, lost my train of thought. Uh, there we go. Goldust and Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, the tag team title match. I mean, this is a storyline that people can get emotionally invested on. If you ever, if anyone's ever heard of Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, the American Dream, baby, Dusty Rhodes, yeah, baby. It sounds, it sounds like a, a Wyatt Southern uh, uh, lady man, yeah. Uh, just. Just if anyone has heard of that, it is just great, and it's amazing how we how they get that going. So, uh, definitely something I would pay to see. So, anyway, uh, that's gonna do it, I think, for that. And we come back. We got some kayfabe news. We got a whole lot more. We still got another hour left. Again, running the ropes at yahoo.com. Running the ropes, all one word at yahoo.com. Email me your thoughts on, on Raw, Impact, wrestling in general, whatever. Uh, also, uh, to, uh, let me know your thoughts on Sheamus. Let me know your thoughts on whatever card you want to see, whatever match you want to see on the card, your predictions for Battlegrounds so far, all that good stuff. So let's see how it goes. We got a lot more. So, again, 408. 408- Sean Beckerman here. Want to go back in time and relive the greatest and worst in the world of sports entertainment? From all-time favorite matches to the worst gimmicks in pro wrestling, we cover it all. So join us each and every week on the SNS Radio Network as we go beyond the bell.
What up? This is JJ Guillory. Just reminding all the students here at SJCC that Sunday, September the 15th, is the last day to add fall 2013 classes. Then Monday, September the 16th, is the last day to drop classes without receiving a W and is the last day to drop and receive a refund. So if you want your money back, you better hurry up and get on these deadlines. They come early this semester, so don't forget about them. Also, San Jose City College is offering free Microsoft Office 365 to all enrolled students. This provides students with email, web, and collaboration tools. I even use it myself. The program allows you to create reports, presentations, and collaborate in real time. You can edit documents from a smartphone, PC, or Mac. Just find the link on the City College website at sjcc.edu. KJCC, Real Campus Radio. My name is Dan Van Dam from the DailyGamePad.com. We have gaming news, reviews, and podcasts, and more. While we say we welcome you aboard to check out our website, we have news feeds from all across the internet. We have reviews that is from ample, if not considerate, reviewers, as well as we have podcasts coming in the works. So stay tuned, strap down, strap on, and well, get ready for your heavyweight championship of the world. Because you are a champion, my friend, when you look at TheDailyGamePad.com. TheDailyGamePad.com, your one-stop shop. All video game-related news. www.TheDailyGamePad.com wrestling show in the South Bay, I bring you rants on the broad spectrum of professional wrestling from a hardcore fan's perspective. What's going on, everybody? Brian Maverick Bertrand here. You're listening to Running the Ropes with Brian Maverick Bertrand on KJCC. Oh, it's so good. Um, let me type in this. Oh, that's fine. Cancel that. I'll work on that next show for sure. Uh, so, anyway, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here. KJCC, SNS, Unchained. Man, I love it. I'm so happy today. Just feeling normal. Do you, does everyone feel normal today? They're going through. They're going to eat. They're going to class. People are walking by the quad area, just hanging out. It's cool. Love it. Just a great day today. Um, anyway, Kayfabe News Time. Brought to you by KayfabeNews.com. Unreal news for an unreal sport. First ma- first headline I found, uh, Linda Hogan writes tell-all memoir about the horrors of living with herself. <laughs> Linda, Hogan, the- Linda Hogan, the ex-wife of legendary professional wrestler Hulk Hogan, has just published a tell-all memoir about living with herself. In the book, Cougar Mania, How I Cope with Being Me, the spray tan silicone enhanced hussy that provides a day-to-day account of her shallow gold-digging tendencies, her impaired driving record, and her penchant for men a third her age. 
The book details how, after divorcing Hulk Hogan in 2007, Linda continued to live in the family's Florida mansion and seduced the 19-year-old pool boy who generally behaved like a, quote, spoiled hussy. Oh, and generally behave like a quote spoiled hussy. Uh, it's not easy living with herself. She write living with myself. She writes in the prologue. I mean, how have you seen Hogan knows best? I'm like the worst. So, just something to something to pick up. Should be hitting newsstand. <laughs> Should be hitting your favorite Amazon bookstore very soon. Uh, in a misguided attempt to stay ahead of the technological curve. World Wrestling Entertainment launched its new MySpace page today. The page was reportedly created at the orders of WWE Chairman Vince McMahon, who insists that the company, quote, do all the social media stuff, end quote, but isn't terribly savvy when it comes to the specifics. The page, www.myspace.com forward slash WWE, features the WWE theme music that plays automatically and a number of animated icons, some poorly formatted historical information about the company, and a WWE tour schedule that doesn't display properly. You know what? I'm very <laughs> not since they put up that. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if MySpace actually has that. I mean, just the fact that it's there. Oh, I guess not. Although I'm here now, and the profile is for someone named Gabriel Ornelas. I don't know who that is, um, <laughs> but I don't know. Vince McMahon should do something about that. So uh, anyway, uh, let me know your thoughts right now. Call me up 408 293 I would love, I would love to have callers into the show just to tell me what for when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm feeling pretty down right now outside of wrestling myself. Um, mainly because my San Francisco 49ers have not improved in a way. I I mean, I watched this whole thing with, uh, I, I watched this last game with Indianapolis and I, I, I felt bad. It's like. Is it because I'm watching it? Is it because... I don't know. And I, I heard some stuff about... And of course, they couldn't play with Alden Smith because of his DOI arrest. But... I, I just don't know what happened. Alden Smith... and But, I mean, I think they could bounce back. It's still early in the season. And besides, I'm not... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my breath for Super Bowl. But I think they, they have, still have a chance. But... That's football. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not completely in the like all up to date on football. Unlike a lot of people on campus, I'm sure. But if, I mean, the one thing I know I'm uh, I'm all on the up and up for is definitely Jags football. Check them out this Saturday, starting at 3 p.m. Uh, with a pregame show at 2:30 here on KJCC. Can't uh, just gotta love it. It's just got to tune in. It's going to be great. Um, Graham Matthews, uh, future columnist on BleacherReport.com, put up a uh, put up a column about why professional wrestling is the ultimate escape from reality. And uh, 
he he says, "quote I I for one hate the stereotype that re- that all wrestling fans are uneducated and turn to quote fake wrestling air quotes there uh, because they can't succeed at anything else in life. That couldn't be any farther from the truth. And as someone who has done who has trained for professional wrestling in the past." It's a lot of hard work. I mean, uneducated, bro, you got to be educated in order to succeed in this business, in the business. And it just doesn't make any sense for, you know, people to say it's un- they're uneducated and all that. I mean, I look at it, I look at it from a promoter's perspective too. If you're not educated, how are you going to make storylines? How are you going to make your matches? If you're not educated on topics and things and you don't have the right and you but you happen to have the right topical people for it, why, you know, why can't you why can't you be why does it why do people think you're uneducated? I would think education is like 95% of the wrestling business. It's education and keeping up with the news. Making matches and gimmicks off the news. Look at look at uh, Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter. Uh, their basic their gimmick is basically demonizing the the Republican Tea Party, to the, right to the point where Glenn Beck is talking smack about them. I don't know. Just seems kind of kind of coincidental to me. Uh, saying he he goes on to say uh, Graham goes on to say. However, let's remember why we watch wrestling in the first place. No, we don't. We don't watch it because it's fake. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's fake. I'm pretty sure most people watch wrestling are well aware of the fact that it's staged and scripted, which is which makes sense. I mean, but at the same time, I always come back. You want to go through those injuries? You want to go through a torn quad or a broken back, broken arms? Look at look at Mick Foley's rap sheet. Bro, uh, like half his ear torn off, broken limbs, broken back, broken broken ribs, broken nose, all that stuff. You know, I mean, it, it's it's hell on your body, and it make and all that. So, uh, going, he says on here, going back to that conversation in my English class, it was brought up that many people with psychological issues such as depression are more likely to read Harry Potter as opposed to live normal lives. Same can be said for wrestling, which is why the fan base is given a negative stereotype more often than not. Some people look at the ultimate escape from reality, and pro wrestling provides that for them. It, it, it goes, it's the same, it can go the same way with just about anything. Look at people who, look at the, the people who watch anime, or look, look at people who watch Breaking Bad religiously, or Doctor Who religiously, you know, it gives you not only does it give you that escape from reality, but it gives you that hero mentality. You want the hero to win. You want the hero to be the good guy in this. You want him to win every fight because that's who the hero is. You know, look at video games. Super Mario, you want Mario to go up and beat the crap out of Bowser. You want you want the guys on GTA 5 to go on and pull their heist. And do all that. Why? Because you're gonna redeem it in the end, and that's what it what that's what it was all about. I mean, all, all the GTA games end up like that. So, the, just the fact that the the educant 
just the uneducated stereotype I think is not not cool because I, I know a lot of college students that like wrestling, that watch wrestling. You've heard them here on the show. Caleb uh, watches wrestling all the time. He keeps up with it. I'm not sure about his uh, news source being uh, what it is, but that's right. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I'm not gonna fault them. I'm not gonna fault his news source for that. So, uh, but just the fact that you know, I, and I'll tell you why I watch wrestling. I watch it because. Well, not only do I do it for the show, I mean, hell, wrestling is the reason why I do the show. That's why I made it a wrestling show. Uh, but just the, this, you know, when I was growing up, everyone was watch, everyone was in the GI Joes and all that stuff. I wasn't really much into that. I was, I was into watching Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Sting, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. You know, that was how I grew up. That's what I who I grew up watching. Jake the Sink Roberts, Diamond Dallas Page, the NWO, the Wolf Pack, all that stuff. I was I was really hardcore into it during the late during the mid to late nineties. So just the fact that, you know, it, it goes back to people watching football as a kid. It gives you inspiration. It gives you just that, that kind of escape is something that you want to watch and you cheer for because yeah, the hero's getting it. He's doing it good. Even if they lose, man. Even if the the hero loses a match, it gives you a more sensible reality. Even if the hero loses the match, you're going to sit there and say, he's going to come back even stronger than ever and just, and just kill this guy. Blah, 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 blah. And it makes sense. And nine times out of ten, he does. At the big shows. At your WrestleManias. At your pay-per-views. At your Bound for Glories and all that. Unfortunately for for some fans, TNA doesn't have that. TNA TNA does have that, I would say, but not as much as you would think. I mean, there's there was more of it in WWF than any than anywhere else, and that includes the Attitude Era, the '80s era, and so much more. Even now, with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, Zack Ryder, Dolph Ziggler, people are looking at these guys and saying. People now from from my generation are looking at it and saying, "Man, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it even even deeper, it's so much more. It, it's so much crazier." So, anyway, we got a whole lot more. We got call in four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. Why did you watch wrestling as a kid? Share share with me your Hulkamania thoughts. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this. Ring announcer Sean Beckerman here. Want to go back in time and relive the greatest and worst in the world of sports entertainment? From all-time favorite matches to the worst gimmicks in pro wrestling, we cover it all. So join us each and every week on the SNS Radio Network as we go beyond the bell. Gentlemen, SNS Unplugged has returned to the airwaves. You can check out the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, and of course, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson, every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
as they discuss the happenings from Monday Night Raw, NXT, the latest news of the week sponsored by our good friends over at wrestling-online.com, and then things get a little interesting as the topics could change from week to week, including topics such as the supernatural, conspiracy theories, basically whatever the hell these guys want to talk about, they're going to cover it every Tuesday night right here on the SNS Radio Network. SNS Unplugged is back, baby. Uncensored. Unbelievable. Unplugged. And this is the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. You're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Booyah! Speaking, speaking of great heels in the time, in our time right now, look at these guys. Kaz and Daniels, and now with the with the sudden uh on, well, rather, rather unexpected team up with uh, with Bobby Roode, uh, now calling themselves the the Extreme Gentlemen's Organization. I think Extraordinary Gentlemen's such. I don't know. Um, I, I I think that I I think it's great. I I think that with the way they they set it up, it just works out for the better. Um, I'm looking over at unchained-wwe.com right now. Dez, big shout out to him. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the new wallpaper he got up. Uh, the last one he released was for Night of Champions, and I gotta tell you, if you guys want wallpapers, just just grab a whole bunch of wrestling wallpapers. If you're running Windows Seven, let it rotate. Awesome place to go. Unchained dash the little hyphen wwe.com Dez has a ton uh, of, of great stuff and I just think I just think he, he's one of the best I've seen more I've seen uh, I think the other one is called Koopy or Koopy or something but um, they that we just but I just think that it, it's amazing how they have it how this guy has it set up and he's the guy for anyone that's that's seen running the ropes on uh, SNS and saw the logo that was made by Des I give him full credit uh, just how we did how he did the the whole uh, thing on that and so much more. Um, but he, he he puts in a lot of work and he sets up the new uh so I'm just looking at my uh, at the running the ropes side he, he just made all these great pictures for you know the titles and all that I encourage everyone to check it out and and, and Dez finally put up uh, he was able to find something for that and I I'm, I'm very glad he did that so thank you Dez you're awesome I know you're a busy busy guy on doing that what I what I still got to do though and I'm not sure I and I gotta give that I gotta get that over to uh 
what's it called? Uh, I gotta give him the the SNS feed. I don't know if he has that. Des, let me know if you if you need that, and I'll go ahead and, and get that going. Um, but he listens to the show. He loves the show. I keep doing this show because I love it, and I feel like. This is my see, and I, I I would usually come on with Crelly and have a segment where I soapbox, and I think now with this great new format, it's just so much more diverse. There's just so much more diversity, and more more stable structure now than than it usually is. So, uh, oh. what in the hell's diversity? <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong. But I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden, wooden ship, ship that was used during the Civil War era. Yeah, that that sounds legit. That seems legit. Um, but I mean, I want to go back now to talk about this this, this uh, corporate thing versus Daniel Bryan with the WWE title in the balance in the hang in the balance there, and it goes back to what uh, what we were talking about with uh, people getting their refunds back. Uh, because the the final decision was overturned, which I can understand, and see, I look at it, I, I look at it from different perspectives on this. From the cable side, they're losing money. That, that's guaranteed. They're losing money. That's normal. However, when you look at it, when you look at it as if you're watch, say you're watching a uh, pay per view for boxing, for MMA. If a decision is going to be overturned like that after a hard-fought match, guaranteed this would be the same thing for any uh, big-time boxing promotion, MMA. UFC probably has done that. You know, all and why not? I think I think everyone's within their right to say if you're going to overturn a match, why are you why are you having me pay for this only to see it change back to whatever? And to make the title vacant make sense, to throw in something on it, and this is wrestling. This is, you know, supposed to be scripted and all that. So, th- so it puts people more in tune. And I think, <laughs> I think I see this working out very well, very very well against WWE. Um, and I encourage anyone to call WWE out on their BS, um, because WWE. I mean, look at. Look at the way the fast count is doing it. You don't see a worked three count, a worked fast count like that unless there's a unless there's a wrestler as the guest referee. That's it. But at least with the wrestler as guest referee, a fast count makes sense. You know, you you would see that with Stone Cold Steve Austin as guest. If he goes and stuns someone, one two three, that's a fast count. So. I don't know why there's so much emphasis on that, and I mean, hey, why not? I I, I just don't see, um, I just don't see a point in having to continue the, uh, I, but I, I don't see the point in, ha- in, in in screwing the fans over like that for WWE because I mean, we put the food on your guys' tables. The fans are the ones that put the, the put the money in, their hard earned money. To watch a, a a show that's supposed to be big, only to see it overturn the next night on Raw. I can I can agree with every single one of those. Whoever whoever calls in for that, trust me, you got a supporter in me. 
I, I like what WWE is doing with, with the storyline. I think it, I, I think it makes total sense. But at the same time, I look at it from a perspective like if you're going to screw the fans like that on pay-per-view, on your biggest uh, re- selling product, basically, then why are you – I mean – why are you going to still charge 50, 60 some odd dollars for this pay-per-view? And and especially with WrestleMania. What if this was a WrestleMania and they're charging 70, 80 bucks for a 4-hour show plus whatever else they put on after that or what they throw in? If this was a WrestleMania, WrestleMania would cease. Because the next one would show less buy rates. However, they would still have people buying it and watching it because of that. And they'd have to do something catastrophically big. Like just huge in order for that to happen. And I'm talking about bringing people in. You know, bringing in legends. Having having CM Punk go after, go after Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. It's got to be that big. You know, and it's got to be a submission match, and then another match could be Goldberg coming back to take out, or Goldberg coming back to take out Ryback because because Ryback is capitalizing on the Goldberg gimmick. Uh, just just huge matches like that would make total sense, but that would be the only way they'd be able to recover from something if the if Night of Champions. If the if the Night of Champions end ending happened at WrestleMania, and that's how I look at it, this can't this should I mean the the ending should not be tolerated at all at any pay per view any event. I mean, if this was a Raw or a SmackDown, it would make sense. I think it's happened on Nitro a couple of times. I don't remember, but anyway, if you guys have any thoughts, I sound so far away from the microphone. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts, 408 293 is the number. 408 293 Also, running the ropes at yahoo.com. Uh, still got more, so let's keep going here. Um, just, I, and I'm not saying this just to say, you know what? WWE's in the wrong for this. Because they are. There's no other way around it. I mean, they. They wanted to. They wanted to try and and, and pull the the mm, pull the rug over their eyes. I think that's the saying. Um, but I mean, did, did that just not click when they were going over it? Like, people are going to be really mad. And why not? Why shouldn't they? They should be mad because of that. And I would be. Anyone with a sensible Anyone with, with with a sensible brain and a steady wallet will say, "Why did they do that?" It just, it's just bad. So, um, oh, that's what I was looking for, man. We just changed all this uh, other good stuff on the computer here, and totally just found what I was looking for finally. So, anyway, uh. As far as as far as who they should bring, who else they should bring in for for this kind of thing for Battleground, um, again I'm looking at it. I'm looking back at the uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, uh, segment 
and how determined he was to get revenge on on to get his sons back in WWE to where they're having steady jobs, to where they're they're back into it and they're really setting it up. However, um that's probably going to be th- that plus the Daniel Bryan Randy Orton feud is going to be huge for that. I I think that considering the fact that Dusty Rhodes is a legend, a Hall of Famer, a, uh, a just one of the most recognizable characters in professional wrestling. That to it to the point where I still have my Dusty Rhodes action figure from like early nineties, ninety ninety one, and it's in my mom's possession because Dusty Rhodes is her favorite wrestler. It just, I mean, how can you not appeal to the old school like that I think having I think capitalizing on that on that feud makes sense and having them appear to attack uh, the shield at the end of Raw last week was great so anyway we got a whole lot more we still got we still got so much more it's tw- we, we got another half hour to go I want you guys to stick around be back we got a whole lot more after this call in 408 0870 be back My name is Dan Van Dam from the DailyGamePad.com. We have gaming news, reviews, and podcasts, and more. While we say we welcome you aboard to check out our website, we have news feeds from all across the internet. We have reviews that is from ample, if not considerate, reviewers, as well as we have podcasts coming in the works. So stay tuned, strap down, strap on, and well, get ready for your heavyweight championship of the world. Because you are a champion, my friend, when you look at TheDailyGamePad.com. TheDailyGamePad.com, your one-stop shop. All video game-related news. www.TheDailyGamePad.com Calling all athletes, do you have a passion for sports? Well, San Jose City College has just what you're looking for. Come and be a Jaguar today. We're always looking for new and transferring students who want to showcase their talent and our outstanding athletic programs. SJCC currently offers football, basketball, volleyball, track and field, cross country, golf, and softball. Our players have been Olympians, state record holders, international champions, and professional athletes. If you would like more information on how you can be a part of one of California's best junior college athletic programs, please visit the sjcc.edu athletic page, click on recruiting, and send us your information. Or stop by the Student Center information booth located right in the heart of SJCC. guys it's me mr money on the mic jeff jackson just a reminder for you to listen to sunday night showdown every pay-per-view sunday as i'll be joined by my broadcast partner the bronx father tony j marabella harmony boom boom jackson and mark the shark de carlo 
as we provide the best pay-per-view coverage of the WWE. And it starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time, every pay-per-view Sunday. Sunday Night Showdown, your home for WWE pay-per-view coverage. from Ring of Honor, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. All right, welcome back here to Running the Ropes, right here on the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Wrestling Network, and KJCC 104.1 FM Real Campus Radio, online live at live365.com, keyword KJCC. We're also on the K- on the Live 365 app, uh, Live 365 uh, on all your favorite app stores, on Apple App Store, as well as Google Play, and on the Amazon App Store, so check that out. Look look at us on, on the fancy World Wide Web on your smartphone and all that. That's cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, anyway, so much more to go. We still have another half hour here before. And after this, we got E-dubs and D-Money coming up right after this. We got some more here. It's not, it's not oh, well. Oh, looks like I got to put in an IT request today. That's fine. Um. Anyway, uh, I want to I want to go back to uh, I want to, and, and a lot of people are are, are noticing now. Uh, what's funny about well, I want to say something, and, and and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me. Why did Why do they have to wait to give Darren Young a push after he came out of the closet? You couldn't give him a push before. He he looked pretty good in the ring. He's got an amazing look. But no one no one really wanted to pay attention to him until until he said that he's gay. I I I don't understand. Um that's just my thought on that, but um I'm just checking out I'm just going to go ahead and check out some more new stuff. Pass on some news that I think you guys should know. Um there's a uh, there's an update. I'm looking at uh, I'm I'm on WrestleView.com right now. Uh, I'm just pulling up news from all over the the World Wide Web here. I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, PR-BG.com is reporting that the United States District Court in Arizona has officially rejected WWE's efforts to move a lawsuit brought against them by former employee by a former employee to federal court. Uh, U.S. District Judge G. Murray Show, okay, ruled that the lawsuit should be moved back to Maricopa County uh, Superior Court in Phoenix, Arizona. Former producer a- Andrew Green filed a report, uh, sorry, filed a lawsuit rather against WWE and current WWE star Paul Big Show White earlier this year, claiming that he quote suffered damages. When he attempted to interview Big Show and was attacked without provocation, um, 
I could see that. I, uh, I guess I could see that, but I, I just don't think that uh, it would make sense to sue. I mean, <coughs> I could I could see the point in suing WWE. I mean, that, that's a that's a basically a workman's comp kind of thing. So why not? Um, I'm, I'm, I found something on here. Pretty big news. Uh, wrestler cleared of hepatitis C uh, on here. I'm not, I'm trying to find, trying to pull it up here. It's going a little slow for me right now. Not sure, not sure why or how, uh, but that's all right. And it, whoa, sorry about that. Uh, but let me, again, let me know your thoughts. The phone line is still open. 408-293-0870. Once again, 408-293-0870. Uh, we we still have more to, to pull on here, um, but I just and, and I love how WWE right now is doing their huge uh, their 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 app promoting their app. Hey, if you wanna you wanna vote for our who wants to take on uh, Randy Orton, check him. Go to that. Go to the app and vote. I, I I like that. It sure beats Twitter. I'm so tired of Twitter by now, but. Um, Oh, whoa, am I even online still? Whoa. Hold on here, ladies and gentlemen. I, oh, no. Live 365 says I'm on the air, and and I, I'm, gu- I'm guessing uh, Brass Eye will say I'm on. We're good? Oh, awesome. Uh, looks like we're back on, on the speakers outside here. Not sure how, why that changed in the first place, though, but that's all right. Um, I've been knocked off the air. Okay. I could see that. Reconnect now. I think I know what's up. Uh, okay. No, it looks looks good on my my end. That's weird. It says there's a connection problem, but I don't have a connection problem. But it looks like I'm good now. Should be good. I hope. I really hope. But anyway, ugh, there we go. Just had to check out that, the back of the computer real fast. Anyway, threw me off a little bit. Um, man, hepatitis C is a big, big thing in wrestling right now, especially on the independent level. And a lot of people don't address it because it doesn't happen to them. Um, but we've heard so much. Um, Nigel McGinnis retired from uh, active wrestling in, in Ring of Honor because of that. He also retired uh, to take over as commissioner of Ring of Honor uh, after the exiting um, uh, Jim Cornette, which makes sense. I, I feel bad because I love Jim Cornette so much. Um, so, I mean, I just don't think that with, every, with anything big, but Hepatitis C is just something that really needs really I think should be addressed as far as um oh it looks like oh looks like live three sixty five's acting up again. That's weird. Um let me let me do this. It should be going on. Well, I'm just working through this but I mean I have I mean we've heard of there I've heard rather of a big uh thing for that refresh it. 
uh, rephrase it. And uh, her a big lawsuit between uh, independent wrestler and Abdullah the Butcher, um, which I'm happy, which I'm surprised about because we haven't really seen. I mean, lost track of what I was thinking. Um, we haven't really seen many reports, but a bi- I, I knew a big one. I, I remember him being interviewed on an episode of Wrestling News Live in the past about this. Um, about getting blood on him and all that. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just trying to recover here. Uh, but I mean, I, I think it's also a problem in boxing and MMA and all that. And a lot of wrestlers have to retire because of that, which, which I can see have, which I can see huge problems with for the wrestlers. I mean, Hepatitis C is not a fun thing. I'm not completely up to date on it, and I, and if anyone wants to, you know, educate me on hepatitis C, if anyone knows anyone with, with that or, or not, or, or like has medical expertise on that, I would love to know what 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 this is, because then I could because then I can make a good comparison. I know it's bad. I know there's no cure for it yet. There, um, there's a preventative vaccine for it, but that's it. So, um. Jim Ross blogged about uh, the 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 Rhodes family and their problems with uh, with WWE right now, saying, "quote The personal issue should I say it in his voice? The personal issue involving the Rhodes family is certainly fun to follow. <laughs> Let's not do that. Uh, the ability for any wrestling creative entity uh, to provide fans is to provide fans with personal issues is an elusive skill." Bill Watts was great for it back in the mid South days, and, and really, I'm I, I agree with that. It's a fun show. It's relatable, somewhat. It it, it exposes something that probably not of wrestling fans know about about the the problems in WWE between uh, the McMahon's and Dusty Rhodes and and Goldust and all that. I I mean. It's a huge, it's a huge deal, and I'm glad that this is something they could finally bring into the forefront. They could finally put out in the spotlights and say, you know what, this is going to be huge. So, uh, and just looking at it from from this perspective, it's a great storyline all around. Look at look at what they've done. Look at what they did on Raw. I mean, you don't see that. You don't see that much anymore. So, so much more, so much more. Um, let me see if I could pull up that page again. It, it should be back on. There it goes. Uh, Devin Nicholson, who wrestles as Hannibal, uh, who also competes in Greco-Roman wrestling, found out yesterday that he has been cleared of hepatitis C uh, after undergoing a new nine-month chemotherapy treatment regime. He is going to he's going to return to MMA and amateur wrestling training next month. And suspects and expects to fight MMA next year. He released a short video uh, talking about it. So uh, again, that's Devin Nicholson. He's the one. That's who it was. The the one that uh, I believe that's the one that sued uh, Abdullah the Butcher over hepatitis C in the past. I think it was uh, in I want to say 2008 or so, but. I'm glad he. I'm glad he. He. 
he's back in. Great to hear it. I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad now they have an idea on how to treat hepatitis C, and got him out of that. Maybe if maybe Nigel McGuinness should do it, and maybe if I'm, I'm not saying this will happen, but if he's able to do that, why not have him back in the ring? Be a great idea. So anyway. We're, almost, we're gonna wrap up very soon after this next break. Uh, stay tuned. Actually, actually, not this break, but the next break after that. We have one more segment to go. Call in 408 293 0870. 
Phone line we have 408-293-0870. Again, 408-293-0870. Let me know your thoughts on the wrestling scene right now. Uh, anything. TNA, Daniel Bryan and the McMahons, Dusty Rhodes and the, uh, the Rhodes family and the McMahons, uh, The Shield and their opponents, and so much more. I'm look- One match I'm looking forward to, and I know a lot of people are going to say, huh? Really? And that's going to be... Um, that's going to be what what I think is is going to help revive, and I think uh, definitely the Shield is definitely uh, reviving the old uh, the old titles back again, and that's going to be, and of course that's going to be. Um, oh, am I a little hot? I think so. And that's going to be uh, Cody Rhodes and Dean Ambrose. I th- I think the U.S. title is perfect for Ziggler. Then again, it's perfect for Swagger too, but that's all another story. Uh, as far as Dolph, as far as Dolph Ziggler goes, I think in terms of talent and the show offness of him, I think it, it works to his benefit more. To say I'm the best in the country, no one could top me. Not no one in America could top me, and I can guarantee I could bring this title to Japan, Germany, any of our big events and overseas i could bring it there and represent america and show american wrestling things like that i think it would work out for him um of course and the best person to, to suit him up with is dean ambrose i mean you you got a guy who's showing off and doing all this but you have but as a as a polar opposite you have dean ambrose no nonsense full contact constant constant professional uh, who can cut promos? Who can do all this stuff and talk major game? Just really, uh, and and he could back it up too. And I think with these two opposites, I think they can they 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 really can put on a big match. Um, I'm also I'm I'm another another thing I'm looking at too is the and I've talked about it all show long, the Rhodes versus uh, the Shield. Um, ha- having if one of the biggest rivals of the McMahons, I I don't even know why I consider it a rivalry, honestly, because it's not not really that big of a rivalry between the McMahons and the Rhodes. Um, but it it just it just doesn't seem that uh it's it's a big feud, but it really is, and and you could see it. Um, but having, having, if the road, if they put the roads over, uh, I mean, it probably really isn't because then it, it's still working with them. Um, when you think about it, but if you put the roads as tag team champions, that would be huge. And, and look at it because they're going to be the, they're the good guys in this. As opposed to the evil Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, but then it's gonna. But then, I mean, Triple H might get involved with something or whatever. Um, he might even get involved with Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. We don't know, but more than likely he will. Um, and then that's fine. I think as far as uh, Triple H goes, I think he he's. I think as far as the the storyline is going for him, I think it works for the company a lot easier than some of the other stuff that the competi- that the other company is doing. And it's funny because 
I look at WWE and TNA, and I don't, and, and I don't even think of them as competitors. And you look at it, and it's true. It's two different animals. It seems like it's the same premise, same platform, but weirdly different, oddly different present uh, uh, platform. And it's, and of course, we all know it's t- because TNA can't make any decision right, but unless they really screw things up later on, um, which of course they are. Or they did rather, um, but I, I, I think I, I think I think TNA is going to start owning up to it and really making it up once they figure this whole thing out with their financial situation. But that's another story. But I, I don't look at them as competition. I look at I look at it as WWE and that other company, and I really don't want to look at it like that. I really don't because I love TNA. I love the people in TNA. All you, you cannot blame any of the wrestlers they put on because the wrestlers bust their backsides out there and really show fans the talent and and everything else that covers it. You know, they could t- they could totally get rid of all the former WWE guys, bring in all new people that are coming up out of the ranks, bring in guys that want to leave NWA, bring in huge guys like bring in uh, Oliver John. From Pro Wrestling Revolution here in San Jose, uh, Dylan, you know Dylan Drake from All Pro Wrestling and Hayward, just you know great great talent like that. I, I would love to see. Hell, you want a tag team? I can tell you a great Northern NorCal tag team that would run roughshod over TNA, the entire TNA spectrum, and that is the Suburban Commandos, T Rex and D Rent, right? T Rex, yeah, it sounds about right. Um, or no, T Rent and D Rack, I think, but they they're an amazing tag team. They they they're big dudes. They're fast. They're str- they they do power moves, but at the same time they fl- they uh, sometimes they fly, sometimes they don't. They just really make great matches happen. Every time I see those guys in the ring, I can't help but cheer because it's. So much fun to watch those guys. Anyway, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Also, uh, if, for for all, all the local guys that want to check out local wrestling, if you're not if you're not wanting to watch the mainstream, everyone watching out here, I got I got a bunch of companies to, to tell you about. All Pro Wrestling in Hayward, AllProWrestling.com, Pro Wrestling Dash Revolution.com, Hood Slam, BirdsWillFall.com. Uh, don't bring your effing kids. That's their motto. Great, great company with them. Um, anyway, <laughs> also, if you're going to be on the Atwater area, check out FightingSpiritPro.com. Fighting Spirit Pro, the premier, one of the premier leagues, in, in premier companies in the NorCal area. Also, uh, t- uh, there was another one. Rikishi's promotion, ter- I think it's called Territory League. Uh, teams of wrestlers from different parts of the country come together to put on an amazing show. Um, to put on an amazing show. Yeah, it's a territory league. Um, for the fans, by the uh, for the fans, by a great re- by a great wrestling mind in uh, in uh, <laughs> people are distracting me outside. Uh, the anyway, 
check it out. So, again, uh, TerritoryLeague.com uh, pick Territory League right there. It's actually F3SportsEntertainment.com. Check them out. Great people behind that. So much more. Full Faction Fighting uh, is one of their companies and definitely something to look at. Um, again, again, I said I mentioned uh, Rikishi a part of that. So, there you go. Uh, also, be sure to check out... Uh, be sure to check out uh, Sacramento Pro Wrestling. If you're going to be in the Sacramento area, check out any of their shows um, over there. Uh, and, yeah. So, check them out. Great, great companies all around. Oh, also, BTWrestling.com. Big Time Wrestling. One of the, one, one, another premier league out here uh, to check out. Uh, and there you go. Anyway, uh, looks like the full roster... The complete roster was revealed for uh, WWE 2K14, and uh, I'm I'm glad they, they finally were able to put that out there. And one thing I hope, and I hope Crelly's listening, I really hope his game doesn't break by putting uh, Heath Slater as champion again. I think they may have fixed that, but if not, man, don't put Jinder Mahal there. <laughs> no one wants to see Jinder Mahal at this, at, uh, as a champion at all. And even if it was the universe mode, yikes. Um, but it looks great. So I'm happy for it. I can't wait to see how it works out. Uh, so we have another minute to go. Uh, next week, I'm going to be back. You know what? I, I might bring in a guest. I might bring in the funky one, Sam Medina again. We never know. Um, I might bring in more res- more wrestling fans and all around. So if anyone, if you want to get involved with running the ropes, you know, uh, it, always call me up four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. You could also email me at running the ropes at yahoo.com. Again, running the ropes at yahoo.com. Hit me up on Facebook at Twitter. Uh, no, sorry, uh, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, running facebook.com forward slash running the ropes dot radio. Uh, as well as the, on Twitter at RTR Maverick, all one word, no K at the end of Maverick. It's just how I roll. Um, we got a whole lot more. I, I'm, I might bring in Crowley next week. We never know. I mean, so much more to talk about. And I'm glad I was able to get this done. We got more. I got more work ahead of me. So stay tuned for that. I'm really looking forward to it. So anyway, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you for the SNS Radio Network, for Unchained Wrestling Network, for KJCC 104.1 FM. This is Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, see you later, everybody.